Welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast, brought to you by Ali Wiley. Hello everyone. Today I have Luis Minero with me, the President of the International Academy of Consciousness. This is part two of our interview. Be prepared, I think, is a good motto to have when attempting to leave your body, as OBEs can like turn your world totally upside down depending on your worldview or your religion etc etc um what challenges do obes present to us yes absolutely they 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 certainly you know i'm going to use your word they certainly challenge you know Mm -hmm. our our established ideas and our established beliefs and really also depending on uh, where we grew up of course depending on our culture we already have a specific set of ideas you know that are given to us but when when you leave the body you know uh, ideas related, for example, to you know, to religion. Ideas related to relationships. You know, we we just to be very you know a, a simple idea. You know, we we uh, have a relationship, for example, with uh, with our mother or with our father or with our sister, and we we have this sort of like identity or this sort of way of behaving towards them because we know that they are our father. And we have we are used to that specific type of a relationship. But you leave the body and you have a, for example, a recollection of another existence in which they were your son, or they were your lover, and then you come back and now your your idea or oh. your, your <laughs> yes your expected behavior towards them. You know, it's it's hard to maintain actually the same level of uh, of uh, behavior towards them because you realize look things are much more complex than what it seems. But it, in fact, it's like sometimes, even when I'm talking about um, my husband to people, accidentally, and this has happened more than once, accidentally I call him my father. Now, I've often wondered whether in another life that he was my father. And when I'm talking about my daughter, sometimes it slips and I say my sister. And it happens so often, you know, I start to wonder if my daughter once was my sister, my husband was once my right. father. <laughs> <laughs> and it's quite possible, you know. Yeah, that that, that that's interesting, you know, to yeah. that level. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And 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 you know, in in the out of body experience, sometimes you can confirm those types of things, and 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 then of course it challenges the way we relate to other people. Uh, sometimes with relationships, I I say that at the end you start to realize that we have been already in so many roles and so many positions that everybody is almost like a like a like a soul friend, you know, yeah. or a. Um, a friend of evolution to a certain extent and we're all trying to you know uh, grow together so to speak and these very defined roles here in the physical reality you know are are just very temporary to a certain extent yes it, uh, it kind of makes all relationships a bit more um i don't know more interesting more um juicy i think yes. is probably a good word <laughs> Yes, you know, and it, you really have to open your mind to like get it all to fit in because once you start having OBEs, your worldview does totally change. Does change, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I briefly mentioned religion without getting into it, obviously, you yeah. or getting into it too much. You know, you, you leave the body and you realize I, I already had, for example, different lives and I was already in religion B and religion C and religion <laughs> B and religion A. And then, of course, that's, that, that makes you wonder. Another thing is I already had lives, for example, in both sexes. So, you know, especially 
you know, I know in Italy also Hispanic cultures and several other cultures, they tend to be more macho-oriented and, you know, machistic. Yeah. And it's quite eye-opening for those individuals, you know, the moment that they realize, uh-huh, I, I was already, you know, on the other side, so to speak, right? And there's obviously nothing wrong with that. On the contrary, you know, there are, there are many, many experiences and many, many advantages, you know, for having both, both genders, so to, so to speak. Well, it makes perfect uh, sense in the end, I think, that we experience both genders because you can't understand um, what it's like to be a woman until you are a woman and you can't understand what it's like to be a man until you're a man, etc. Exactly. You know, exactly. It's, it's again the idea of, of experience, mm. right? We, we, we have to experience this. We can understand that theoretically we can be very sympathetic, you know, A, B, C, D, but really you have to, you have to walk on those shoes, so to speak. That's right. Um, and also, you know, just another aspect that, that, that really is very, very challenged is science. You know, conventional science. We have all of these uh, physical, chemical, biological laws that we, mm. you know, swear by them and we go by them. And the moment that you leave your body, you realize that, you know, many of these very established, uh, you know, laws of the physical reality, they really don't apply to other to other dimensions, to other non-physical dimensions. And that so it means that they are not universal laws they might be physical universal mm -hmm. laws yeah, that's a good point. And, and, and even then we might say we they might be because even the physical universe seems to be so strange and big that <laughs> yes. you know to think yes to think that we already know it all you know well, it's very uh, arrogant isn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah at least it's, it's it's quite a stretch yeah. it's quite a stretch mm -hmm. i i i wouldn't go that far sir yes yeah, so um, let's go on to talk about a bit about the hows of OBEs. Um, in your book, you write about many techniques, but I'd, I'd, um, I'd rather I wanted to mention the state of mind of the, of the person, about the importance of intention. What part does intention play in having conscious out-of-body experiences? Right. You know, that, that is actually very key. Obviously, because mm -hmm. we, we can have, you know, all the the, the, the the best information, the best instructor, the best classes and everything. But at the end of the day, what is going to take you outside your body is you you wanting to have an out-of-body experience, first mm -hmm. of all. You not being, you know, uh, afraid of them. Um, maybe a certain level of curiosity can be, can be positive, can be good, you know, a, a certain sense of adventure, of course. And even with regards to the preconceived ideas or, you know, our, our conditionings, as we were mentioning, we have to also something that can help a lot is, you know, to have the mindset that, okay, here I go and, you know, I might find things that are going to challenge my beliefs and, you know, sort of like a, a, a certain exploratory, you know, uh, intention and, and, and sense, you know, about, about things. And that, and, that, and that is fine. That is, that is perfect. That is, that is welcome. Uh, so yes, intention is, is is huge, huge, huge. Even um, in terms of leaving the body and in terms of techniques, you know, sometimes after a while of having tried a lot of different types of techniques, you know, people can have an out-of-body experience just by setting their intention to leave the body. You know, sometimes it takes a few minutes to deepen on that intention until you know the the astral body or the you know, the psychosoma, you know, disconnect. So it, that can, just having the intention can be a technique for leaving the body. Yes, in fact, my, um, when I had my first uh, out-of-body experience, I actually wasn't even intending, but the intent, my, the reason why 
I had this out-of-body experience to start with because my main purpose, my main goal, was actually to find out who I am. That was my intention. And I kind of OBE'd by default because in order to find out who you are, you have to leave your body. You have to experience who you are. I was actually looking into my dreams at first, and then I've always had lucid dreams, so I I was like doing techniques to, to lucid dream more often. But, and right. I, I knew about OBEs, um, I'd read about them, but I actually didn't think I was ready. I thought, I'll get to know who I am in my head first, and then I'll, <laughs> I'll make the effort and try and get out of body. So I wasn't even thinking about um, leaving my body. But I think, because my, my intention was to find out who I was, the, the out-of-body experience, for me, was the tool to find out who I was. It was, right. yeah, it was the only way I could get to the other side, do you see what I mean, in, in this life, you know, still being alive. Yeah. And um, I think yeah. that's important as well. The, um, that you do mention this in your book that the OBE is actually a tool, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. It's a tool. Uh, sometimes uh, I, I, I'm sort of like make the analogy that it's almost like learning how to read, and then the objective of learning how to read is not just telling people that I can do it. You know, I can read, but the objective, of course, is all the all the knowledge and literature and information and uh, you know experiences that I can have. You know as I am reading, you know, so many texts throughout my life. So more or less along the same lines, you know, the out-of-body experience is a tool that allows you, you know, to to experience, to get to know things, to, you know, understand other things uh, and to observe things from a very different perspective. So uh, it gives us eventually, right, a much more uh, rounded, you know, point of view or perspective of things. Yes, and you... Once you keep, once you've had your first out-of-body experience and you continue, then it becomes a part of who you are anyway. It's like riding a bike; um, you you know you can do it. Uh, you, ha- you like now. I just have to intend, as I said, we used this word before, intend to have one before I go to sleep. And often that is enough to give me an out-of-body experience. Because Indeed. yeah, because um, it's all about reprogramming. I think, isn't it? Because we we have the intention when we go to bed to go to sleep don't we normally right. and then once you start realizing yeah once you start realizing well i don't need to sleep i can do other stuff and let my body sleep and it becomes a bit more exciting doesn't it going to sleep then you know exactly yeah. exactly and, and you know uh it's interesting how just like your out-of-body experience many people who sometimes have a different intention than just simply sleeping end up in an out-of-body experience so for example, there are individuals, you know, that also don't have, any, don't know anything about out-of-body experiences, and they are, for example, these traveling salespeople that are, you know, in a different city or mm-hmm. something, and they go to bed, you know, worried with, you know, what is going on at home, with the son that maybe is ill or sick, whether, you know, uh, the wife remembered to lock the door or to give her, give the son the medicine, yeah. different types of concerns, and then many times spontaneously. You know, in the middle of the night, they are outside their body and they are in their house and they are realizing that everybody's sleeping, you know, uh, calmly and that the door is locked and ABCD. <laughs> and it was just simply that they had a very different intention, you know, than than the usual one of, you know, yeah. let me just shut shut off to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, I do like to shut off as well sometimes. I must admit, sometimes I go to bed, right, I'm shutting off tonight, that's it. Yeah, um, no, no, it's, it's great. <laughs> shut down time. Um, there are also two other attributes that contribute to success in OBEs, lucidity and recall. Can you elaborate right. on these two aspects? Yes, indeed. So, you know, that, that, that uh, 
a couple of the, the main factors there is, you know, of course, we want to be able to recover the awareness and to be lucid outside the body. Uh, and this, you know, we, we accomplish it in a lot of a lot of different ways. Sometimes intention certainly will will help, of course. Um, and also, you know, in in this sense, something very practical is, for example, the 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 work with your energy system, even as you're outside the body. Um, sometimes we leave the body and we are we feel like we're a little heavier energetically, a little sluggish. I'm sure many people, you know, uh, listening to this, you know, have have probably have those experiences in which we feel like we're moving in slow motion outside yeah. the body, and. Um, you know, we can actually unload this uh, these dense energies. We can sort of like send out these dense energies, and we don't become de-energized. What really what happens is almost like an exchange of energies, where we, you know, release this this load, and we are absorbing lighter energies in the out-of-body experience. But the moment that we do that uh, transaction, so to speak, we become a lot more aware, a lot more conscious, a lot more you know, logical and clear-minded. And uh, so so, th so that is one aspect, you know, the, the, the level of awareness that we enjoy outside the body or that we have in that specific um, out-of-body experience. And then, of course, the other thing, in order to be able to talk about it here in the physical reality and to learn from it and to analyze it, is we need to remember it the moment that we come back. And that many times happens automatically, certainly. Uh, but many, in many instances, it doesn't. Um, you know, it seems that the moment that we come back to our physical body, we are our, our physical brain. Maybe it's in the middle of some of our REM cycles. It's in, you know, at different moments of uh, of its activity, and then it all almost seems as if it's not ready to receive the memory the moment that we return into the physical body, and that, of course, you know, can uh, can disconnect us disconnect us from the memory. And then the other thing also is if we sleep, you know, um, sometime, maybe two, three, four hours after we come back from the out-of-body experience, sometimes the, it seems that the memory of the OBE gets mixed in with our dream. And then afterwards it becomes a, a little bit harder simply, you know, to, to, to remember the out-of-body experience. Um, so we, we want to try to develop well, you know, the process of... Um, recovering the awareness outside the body and being as clear as we can outside the body and at the same time of bringing this information into the into the physical brain and downloading this information into but the brain are there things that we can do in the physical to to help this recall um, like improve yeah. our memories and things like that yes yes indeed you know there is a, a technique that can help even actually for for several of these things that we were discussing we we call it the uh davilo it's it's just an acronym for voluntary longitudinal voluntary energetic longitudinal oscillation so mm -hmm. it's a huge name that people don't need to bother <laughs> with but so we we actually always just call it the velo oh, that's you know uh, and, and, and in essence what it is is you know it's running the energies you know inside of our body from from the head to the feet and from the feet to the head and we keep on doing this sort of like motion of moving the energies to the head, to the feet, to the head, to the feet. And then as we get used to it, we accelerate it a little bit more and upon, you know, moving more energy throughout our body and accelerating it a bit, we enter into this resonance condition that is called the vibrational state that many people before having an out-of-body experience, they uh, describe, you know, this... Uh, these vibrations that they feel, sometimes they're woken up in the middle of the night by these vibrations, 
M from that they have a, an OBE. So uh, this, you know, up and down movement, you know, will induce the vibrations, which in turn can promote an out-of-body experience. But at the same time, the same, uh, you know, technique we can do outside the body to increase our level of awareness outside the body, to hold our level of awareness, even if we feel that we're starting to lose it for some reason in a, in a, in an OBE, in a projection, we can also do it outside the body, and it's gonna steady us, it's gonna reset us, it's gonna help us, you know, to again to be more clear-minded and to be more stable. So it's not something then, you, you have to do just when you're meditating. You can do it anywhere. Um, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's that's something really you nice. It's something you can do anywhere. And, and the other, the other uh, use of this also is that once you come back and you are inside your body and you're trying to remember the experience, you can also do this exercise. And, and that is going to help you to recall and to download more information into the brain because, in essence, you know, what you're doing is you're activating your energy system, which is the bridge between the astral body and the physical body. So if you activate the bridge, if you activate the connection, the memories flow easier from the astral body into the physical brain. So it, it also can be used, you know, for, for that purpose. So uh, it can be a technique for leaving the body. It can help us while we are outside the body to hold the awareness and to keep it uh, high. And at the same time, it can help us for the recollection once we are back into back in our body. So energy work you consider as quite important um, and helps towards successful out-of-body experiences? Exactly, yeah. towards the successful out-of-body mm -hmm. experiences and, and, and towards uh, navigating, you know, all of the aspects of the out-of-body experiences. It's very... It's very basic, uh, very fundamental, yeah. So we need to be energetically fit as well as physical fit, physically fit. Yes, we? well put, yeah. exactly, energetically <laughs> fit. And, and um, you know, it's something that many times, of course, we overlook um, because I know many people, you know, trying here to, to give also a, a constructive idea. Many people sometimes they think it's, it's just all about the technique, and then, you know, we try a technique that deals with visualization or one that deals with breathing. And certainly the techniques that, that you know, don't want to play them down at all. They, they can be very, very helpful as well. But in, in terms of the energy work, if we're able to, you know, regularly work with energies as we are here in the physical reality, the connection and the energy connections between the two bodies, they start to become more flexible. They start to be in better shape. Uh, they start to be fit, as you as you mentioned, and then it becomes easier with whichever technique we're using to control the disconnection from the body or to control it better because the connections between the two bodies are already more elastic or flexible. Mm -hmm. um, so that, 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 that can be very, very useful for, for, for individuals. Yes, yes, that's very important. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out learnobes.com for information on the IAC courses both online and off. And I'll see you over at www.astralwings.com. Happy travels!